yeah, yeah, yeah. We live, we live, we live. Y'all tuned in with Kendra Rebel and Legend Eva on the This Can't Be Life podcast. Go ahead, get some. I said what I said. So, in in hindsight. What's up, what's up, what's up? It's your girl, Kay the Rebel, one half of This Can't Be Life podcast. Unfortunately, we are missing the lovely legend Eva, as she couldn't make it today with us. Today's topic is going to be about millennials. I mean, I hear that term all the time. Like, the media just eats up that term. And... Today's guest is a millennial, which happens to be my baby brother, or as Mendeecees from Love and Hip Hop says, brother. <laughs> and introduce yourself. Hey, what's going on? I'm Kyle. Oh, you're not going to be BMK today? You're going to be Kyle? Okay. Alrighty. Are you gonna um, plug them in? Let them know where they can find you. Yeah, you can find me on Instagram, the Real BMK, Snapchat, the Money K ninety nine, Facebook, Kyle Best. You know, it's the main thing. Well, um, Kyle, I don't believe that you listen to your sister's podcast, but you know, I'm not offended. I mean, it's the millennial thing to do, right? Yeah. You guys don't have time. You want to watch videos or your Snapchat stories. Listening to your sister's podcast while you're riding around in your car probably isn't the thing to do. Nah, yeah, with our generation, we more into like, like watching like interviews, like you know, on YouTube. Right. Okay. So if I had a visual podcast, you would want to see it. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know that that's on the way. All right. Got you. Um, my podcast normally has this thing where we will say if there were any like this can't be life moments a this can't be life moment can be like something really good happened to you or it could be something like okay what the fuck like this can't be life that this is happening so have you had any of those moments yeah oh recently Um, are you gonna are you gonna are you gonna tell our listeners yeah i i I say for my this can't be life it was good like just getting my job back and be able to, like, you know, come back from a minor setback, like, you know, just faster than I thought I would. I say, I was like, wow, this can't be life. And I watched all of that. That was definitely a this can't be life moment. I'm going to have to agree to that. And also, we have a third guest. Won't really be interviewing, more chiming in, as he is not a millennial. Sure nothing. Well, some days he kind of is, but we ain't going to talk about that. But it would be my other half. Yo, it's your boy 40 Cal Keys. I'm here live and direct. 
1988, get at me. You know what I'm saying? Okay, see, this is why you are, you haven't been invited yet. This is the reason. That, that there. You haven't been on in a year. Um, for any of our faithful listeners, you know that he has come on our podcast. This will be his third time. The first time he was on our podcast, I believe, is on bonus episode number one. He also is featured on our episode um, Just Us 2, where Legend Eva interviewed us about... Um, our marriage and just what's happening with us um last year we had been married for two years yeah newlyweds we're still kind of like newlyweds only only three years in you know so back to you kyle um tell us about yourself a little bit like i guess that might sometimes be hard for like millennials like I guess you had treated like an interview. If this was an interview, and they're like, "Oh yeah, tell us about yourself." What would you say? Yeah, see, like when when people try to like tell me to tell me about myself, like I don't. I'm more of the type of person like I like being asked questions. Like, oh. yeah, like I feel like it's just easier for me to like really just describe who I am. Only if someone poses the question to you. Yeah. So. Why do you think it's difficult for you to just break it down like, hey, I am Kyle. I like to golf. <laughs> I mean, we know that's not the case. I'm just using that as an example. Like, oh, I like to play golf. Um, I've been doing X, Y, and Z since I graduated high school. Um, in the future, I would like to do this. Or my personal goals consist of A, B, and C. Like, why is that not like the first thing that comes to mind? And I don't think it's just you. I think it's your millennials in general. Yeah. Like it's like you guys. All right, we gotta get the elephant out of the room. You know that people think that y'all are lazy, right? Yeah. I mean, and I don't so. mean lazy like in terms of like, oh, you guys don't go to work or something like that. You just sit around. I mean, and lazy as in, like mentally. Or even like emotion, well, emotionally. If you ask me, um, they call they call y'all lazy, but I, they don't see what they did to 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 make that a factor. They gave y'all too much to to worry about. They gave y'all too much to do. They, so so you think that it's so, harder for them to answer because maybe they're overwhelmed with all of the things that are thrown at on, them, yeah. Yeah. and then what's going I, on I around agree. them? I agree, hundred percent. Okay. Alrighty. Um, what would you say is the hardest thing about growing up and trying to like find your way in this world as a millennial? Honestly, it's like once you get out of high school, I feel like that's that's the hardest part right there. Cause it's like for me, you did your twelve years, and it's like you know trying to figure out what you want to do after that. Like you know, if you want to go back to school, if you want to work. You know, trying to find a career. Then it's like, you know, time's going by. Time's going fast. You're getting older. You know, everything just hits hits you faster. Like, that's why, that's why I think. So do you feel that, like, let's just say, let's put you, if you were in your niece's predicament, you know, she's going to be graduating from eighth grade, starting high school. Would you say that period in your life? Oh, yeah. For the record, he's age 19 graduated high school a year ago so 
would you say that like you when you were an eighth grader and you were transitioning to become a freshman in high school did you like blink your eyes like three times and boom like you were a senior and you're like like what the fuck what happened yeah exactly because like i still like look back to it when i was a like i came a freshman i was like damn like i'm in high school like you feel me now it's like now i'm out of high school like like where did the time go yeah exactly it kind of came full circle now i could say from my experience it dragged bro i felt like all i i kept seeing it like uh like as it was just so far away like that finish line to get out of high school seemed like it was so far away when people say that those four years go by fast i don't know whose life that applied to but it didn't apply to mine. I felt like I was in high school forever. Like it was dragging, like 2003, June of 2003 could not get here fast enough. Okay, like yeah, it was just, it was just dragging. And real quick, I wanna share like, do a quick like comparison here of like, or tell you first what my experience was like with being, I guess, a like, a millennial obviously me and you were raised by the same person so for me mommy was like all right you're getting ready to graduate from high school you got two options you either going to work full-time or you're gonna go to school full-time you got to pick a choice um I had filled out a bunch of college applications of schools that I claimed I really wanted to go to. And it's funny because when you were saying you wanted to go to UMass, I used to say that too. Um, And I never submitted them. I had essays and never sent them off. And my guidance counsel was like, what? And then I think what it was for me at that time is I'm like, So I just was in this motherfucker for four years and you guys are talking about going somewhere else for another four years. Like it kind of gave me anxiety. Like, nah, that ain't me. I need something quick. So that's why I ended up choosing Everest. Because to be truthful, I didn't really want to work. And that's because mommy kind of had me spoiled during high school. I didn't have to work. So I was like, I don't know about reporting to work or doing that. So I chose to go to school first, but then I did end up getting like a like a part a part-time job but I could say me going to Everest and enrolling in that program I wasn't even passionate about that I did that shit literally because of the fucking commercial there was no passion I just did it on a whim because that was the expectation you know that kind of mummy had set yeah. and um I really had no clue of like where I wanted I wanted to be but at least I was on a path to going somewhere even though I had no clue yeah. so what would you say it was like for you, let's just say that the January of 2018, obviously, right before you knew you was going to graduate. Like, did you fill out any college applications? Honestly, when when the, the word college came up, like, I'm going to be honest, I filled out one application. And I was to Master Sawyer. <laughs> I don't mean to laugh. Nah, hey, like, better than me. At least you submitted because, one. Because, like, yeah, like, my junior year, like, I had thoughts about going to UMass Boston or, you know, stuff like that. But then I was, you know, I, my grades wasn't the best. And it was just like, 
I didn't have the energy to be filling out all these applications and so essays. Did you, like, did I you was feel just, was extra pressure? Yeah. Okay. Just, you know, I was the type of person, like, I was just already, like, already ready to get out of high school. And it's like, I just, I just wasn't, like, really motivated to take that extra step to, you know, send the essays and stuff like that. And plus, and plus I was still stuck on what I really wanted to do. So that's why I was like, I wanted to go to you know, community college so that way I could still be able to change like my major or whatever. Okay. Yeah, and like transfer your credits then exactly. go to the four year. Yeah, a lot a lot of people do that. Exactly. Now, I was in honors English all throughout high school. Um, I was an excellent writer as far as essays and everything. And like the teachers that were working with me to like create my essays and stuff that I would have submitted to like colleges that I was going to go to when I when they wanted to know oh have you heard anything back and I'm like no and they're like oh we're sorry it's okay you know and I kind of never told them the reason why I never heard back and it was because a bitch never applied and the reason why I didn't tell them that is because back then it was like frowned upon to say like you weren't going to college and I'm like, babe, what do you think your, like, high school, like, did you have anybody in your era, like, really, like, people were promoting college, like, crazy in my era. Like, that's all they talked about. And I just was sitting there, like, oh, no, okay. Not really, because you got to remember, like, my era, they kind of, that's my era is when they started giving up on, on people. So, okay. <laughs> yeah, so it was like. Your guidance counselor might have pushed that, but then your guidance counselor also looked at you and was like, uh, maybe college ain't your route. So I never even, when I was in high school, I, I can't even say that I had had thoughts on college until I realized you needed it to get a career. And Not I just, know that you went to Job Corps, so when you ended up going to Job Corps, what made you choose that? Oh, because... As far as education goes, that was the last straw, especially at my age. I was already aged out of high school, and I had effed up there, so I went to Job Corps to try to make stuff better. Okay. Yeah. So, did any of your guidance counselors or whatever, Kyle, like, talk to you about college? Or, like, or what about your friends? Like, this is an even better question, which I don't even have here up on my uh, little agenda. How many of your friends went to college right after you graduated? Honestly, a, a lot of them. A lot a lot of my friends went to college. Did they go to community even, college? Did any of them go to um, it's a mix, HBCUs? Or? It's a mixture of both. Like I got friends at Massasoit. Okay. I got friends at UMass Dartmouth, Amherst. You know, all the, you know, all the major colleges like do they share with you their experience with college oh yeah of course like sometimes i go go to their dorms and visit them see what like the college lifestyle is like you know just get filled in just so i if i ever make that move like i i could know what what to be prepared for do they let old people stay on college campuses yeah you could still stay on yeah. so if i was 33 and went pardon my ignorance i am yeah. so sorry as long as you got an id as long as you got a campus id you lit it 
you can let that is so weird. They just signed. Right, I'm thinking about it though. I'm there's 33 year old visitors on campuses that spend the night, so you can go to they, yeah. Little Wayne was about to go to Arizona State, and he went. And then they, t- yeah, they had, he had yeah. to stop doing that. No, they, okay. They don't care. So they when don't you care. go yeah. there and you go up to the dorms, do you ever see yourself there, or maybe say, maybe this could, yeah, this could be for me, or maybe I need to go. Yeah, it, in some ways, yeah, in some ways, no. Like it honestly really depends on the school too, because like, I I like to like visit different colleges so I can see how like how different everyone lives and. By far, my favorite was probably Framingham State, was because like they got like a new building, and you know most like the old colleges, like you know you got the dorms, and everybody shares the same bathroom, like the same showers and stuff. I could never live like that. Honestly. Oh no! But the new ones in Framingham, the new ones in Framingham, they got like their own bathrooms, like in their room, like it's it's dope like that. And then I be thinking about like just yeah like. Did just, did any of your friends go to college out of state? Yeah, yeah. I had, How do they like that? I had one friend. He he goes to school somewhere far. I think it's like Iowa somewhere. I don't even. Want Iowa to the hell? This, this I mean, I ain't hating on the play. He's getting his education, but Iowa. Um, it's interesting. Somewhere far, honestly. He just he likes it. Like he made new friends. Like he started a whole new life out there. Like that's really it. Okay. Now, I know that there are some people that, like, they live for that moment. Like, millennials where, yo, when it's time for me to go to college, I want to go to college out of state. And it's usually those people that probably have, like, annoying parents or they just have, like, environments that they just want to escape from. The moment anybody talked about out-of-state college for me, I just was like, no. I wasn't equipped. I was weak. I was a mama's girl. Like, nah. Like, I'm not... (laughs) going away from my mom and it's funny exactly. because I say that too like um Amari all the time I make jokes and I'd be like you're not gonna leave me if you decide to go to college like are you really gonna pick a college out of state like I don't want you to to go away from me and she's like no I don't think I can do it but honestly if she were to go I would kind of be excited it would be like kind of like bittersweet i think i would be excited because i would want to know what that experience is like i guess and live you know curiously through 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 her um so another about education what is like dating and friendships like for uh for millennials like i don't know i feel like we were clicky my era like people had clicks like, and I feel like with you guys, y'all will rotate friends, like, no problem. Like, there isn't, like, a, a real squad, like, or anything. Y'all friends are, like, in a heavy, a heavy rotation. So, can you, you, you chime in on that? Like, for instance, okay, let's just say, when you first started high school, did you have people that you considered your best friend? And, and if so, are they still your best friends now? Um, when I first when I first entered high school, like I entered high school with like a few people that I had already went to middle school with that I was already like cool with, and then I had like you know people from like boys and girls club or like people from other schools. That was yeah, but then like as like time started going, like 
they um I don't, I don't I didn't really end up being friends with them no more like or we just you guys just fade out slowly yeah. you just don't hit each other yeah. Or like, or like, we still have each other on social media, and then we Rock, just that's save always each other. the thing. That's yeah, that's really what saves, and honestly, social media. Because if it wasn't for that, I'd, we probably wouldn't talk at all, honestly. Ah, <laughs> uh, I see. So it's just kind of like, so it's talk is being friends on social media. Like, oh, I comment under your pic, or I like something. <laughs> yeah, that's or what, that's the way keeping in contact. Like, yeah, I see. Or do you feel that your era, millennials, are dependent upon, like, the social media where it's just going to be like, well, I don't need to call that nigga. I just saw what the fuck he just updated on his Facebook status. Like, we already know what's going on. Yeah, exactly. I'm looking at the Snapchats, that's, the Insta stories. All right, we know what's going on. He good. I don't need to call him check in. That's exactly how it is. Because, you know, like, our, our generation, like, it's different from, from y'all's. Because before, when y'all didn't have social media and stuff, y'all would just call your friend whenever you know y'all would you know you got facebook where it, it has to remind you somebody's birthday before y'all already knew our friend correct you know? so now it's like everybody they just depend on social media for everything like they just yeah you know. okay so let me um yeah i would say definitely friendships was like the way it was in my era, like, a lot of people who were friends with who they were friends with, like, in high school, those people are still friends. Um, that did happen to me. I was still friends with my, like, best friend during high school, but then it faded out as we got older, you know. But, um, I don't, yeah, I don't have, I only kept one friend, basically, after, um, after high school yeah i i did like other people that i thought was like cool or whatever like i don't know i just didn't want to keep in contact with them and the thing is i didn't even really necessarily well some people i ain't gonna lie senior year there was a lot of people that i thought were cool and then i decided that they weren't and i just didn't fuck with them anymore after senior year yeah so it kind of just happened that way but but like i didn't want to go to like a reunion or anything like that i just was kind of like i don't fucking want to deal with those people like the most contact i would tell you that i've had with people that i went to school with was one night i was pregnant and couldn't sleep because of your nephew yeah. and i went online and i started googling names of people in my yearbook and seeing what was going on with their lives no seriously and it's crazy like what you can find out about people you know just by googling them i found out some girl that i was pretty cool with like some white girl like she had been getting picked up for like multiple duis this other kid i saw him and he was like invested in real estate had his own website and you know yeah, I had his own business and all that. And I was like, oh, okay. Some other person, I found out that they ended up becoming a psychologist. And I just looked back and was like, that fits them. That, like, makes sense. It was cool, you know, you know, doing that, just seeing, you know, that people were able to do stuff. But I don't have anybody from high school on my social media at all. Nah, you and know, I never attended reunions or any of that. You know what else is crazy, though? Like, social media, like... It really also shows you like old friends that you had before too. Like our generation, we we started with Facebook early. Like so, like when I we was adding each other like fifth grade, sixth grade. 
You have Facebook then? Yeah. Didn't mommy not want you to have it, but you snuck and nah, had it? I still had it. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. So now, like, now it's 2019. I look, I be... I look back and I I see them like people from elementary I've spoken to in years. Does Facebook say like you have a memory or you shared a post yeah. with that person from yeah, like ten do. years ago? Yeah, it shows me posts That's from like crazy. nine, ten years. I'm like, wow, like I, I totally forgot about this person. Like, right, you feel me? Wow. Um. So currently, do you have like best best friends? No. Nah. I didn't think so. Okay, so I'm right. I mean, we're pretty close, but I was right. Now, dating for millennials. I'm just going to tell you what I perceive about you guys. Y'all got it mad easy. Like, there's no reason for a millennial to be single. There's no reason for a millennial to not be getting it cracking. Like, y'all got these damn tenders and swipe lefts. Y'all got Snapchat people sliding through in somebody's DMs. And I know you're about to be ready for this topic. Me and him, like, you had to go to school and either establish a connection with somebody you wanted to holler at at school. And there was never, like, a, a forwardness. It will always be like, oh, yeah, you know, I like, yeah, I like John John. And then somebody will go tell one of John John's friends, oh, yeah, you know, Kay likes John John. And then it's like this... Oh, we got to figure out, like, it's like a fucking act of Congress to get the two people to get a fucking house number. Yo, and I then, remember yeah, them right. days. Oh, or, my or, or think God. about it. Or somebody wrote somebody's house number, like, on a on a paper. Like, they, I don't think I got my first cell phone until, like, the summer right before I was going to be a junior. Yo, this is, shame. This is a shame because I didn't get my first real cell phone until I was 21 years old. So, <laughs> okay, you're done. No, no dead ass serious. Dead ass serious. So, um, I was just on some like, I but no, I remember them house phone days because, and I yes. grew up, with, I grew up with siblings. So like, you had to show each other, hit you up on the house jack, and then your little sister answers like, who is this? That yo man, I remember that shit. Going to the going to teen night with paper and pen so you can get shorty's phone numbers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, and, and even though there were cell phones, and I had the cell phone back in high school, cell phones didn't have, like, the, the text message. And then also, there wasn't unlimited plans. Yeah, I had a Nokia. There wasn't unlimited plans. So, bro, you had to literally, text data like, I remember for the month, I think I had, like, 150 minutes per month. So when I first got that cell phone, yo, I was mad excited. Like, 150 minutes a month. <laughs> Walking home from school on my little Nokia, red Nokia running my mouth till mommy got that bill and was like, what the fuck? At least like $80 in extra bills. I went over the minutes and that's when they were charging like 10 cents per minute. It was was a lot. She was heated. We had to go through the most back then. They even charged you per per text message. Also, Kyle, this is, I'm, I'm taking it. I'm taking it back for you. Ninth grade, I had a pager, cause yeah, and yeah, I mean I that was and and that's and that's something that the black community kind of inherited, cause yeah. back in the day, pagers were really only for like doctors or a lawyer or somebody that you know people needed to get in yeah. contact with you or, or police if you were officers. Back then. Yeah, you yeah. Be yeah, so people would yeah, so somebody would page you and then you would go to the payphone and call them back or like. For instance, how y'all having a text message like emojis or whatever, yeah. for us, 
we it was like numbers. Actually, yeah, we had to numbers, put the numbers like one together. four three meant like I love you. So you yeah. wouldn't. So someone could call. So they would call the number. So your pager num your pager had a number, and they would call it, and then. Um, you could put some things on there like a voice message, message or something, yo. Yeah, and pl- no, no, no. But I'm gonna tell you what our voice messages was like. Get close to that speaker, nigga. Have that message. Yeah, you know, you just reach niche. <laughs> you know, leave your number and I'm gonna get at you. <laughs> and yeah. then so yeah. it would be like beep. Then they would put in the number that for you to call back. Then you See, gotta go I'm locate a phone. From, I'm not too far from, for me it was different. Cause you gotta we was, locate a phone. We were still putting the phone, um, the shit to the, the, the radio speaker. Yeah, that's what I was just saying. our favorite song. So yeah. we just play a song. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. I remember one time we was mad homie. Like, music wasn't at the fingertips like how it is, how kids could Gosh. just go on YouTube and get a song once it's just released. Yeah. Like, if you wanted a song that had just released, you weren't getting it unless it was on the radio, my guy. Right. So I'll never forget, me and my friends, I don't even remember what song it was. We wanted this song to have on when our voicemails. Yo, we really sat in the room chilling all through the house or and had and had the... um. The uh, the radio playing throughout the house. Yeah. We weren't jetting in the room when that came, picking up the house phone like this is our moment, and then hoping that like the radio guy didn't start fucking talking in the middle of it to fuck it up. Cause you trying to record your voicemail, you waiting for this song. Like we didn't have that. Like I think right. it's so so dope for you guys. How you guys are fucking privileged. Millennials are privileged. Yeah, you guys Basically, really like are. the world. The world is at oh, no, your the, fingertips. The the mixtape the mixtape struggle was the worst because if that, if you didn't have uh, internet at the time with the America Online. Oh yeah, so we had we had chat rooms. So how y'all have group chats, yeah, nigga? We had yeah, a chat, chat room. room. Yeah. Yes, with with the AOL, and then what would it be like? America. Um, yeah, AIM, instant messenger. Yeah. Now we use the dialogue. Yeah, the dialogue. Yes. We used to use AIM. Yep. AOL. Yeah. I'm talking about before sidekicks. Yeah. So back. So back to the topic because we got a little bit. We got a little bit. Um. Uh, sidetracked there but yeah like dating was like really like an act of congress like or you would have to anticipate there was built up anticipation and like for instance you know that I was a regular at Shavu skating rink so like say as if there was a dude I was checking for I have to be telling my girls yo I can't wait till we go to the VU next week so I could see such and such and just waiting for that moment where we can like exchange numbers I could be liking Kim for like six months before I actually get the number yeah, we were yeah. shy like your ever today people go after what they yeah, want you guys are mad 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 assertive like um yeah the girls in my era we weren't like we were scared like now you gotta wait till he come to talk to you or he gotta did he, oh did he ask oh yeah and what it would all oh, remember do you also oh, y'all go together like that's the way we would say like boyfriend and girlfriend oh y'all go together y'all oh go yeah together. he asked yeah we go together now he asked me last night yeah like that's like nah, that's like how it was so so what was so what is it what was it like for you during high school like people just slide up in people's dms like how, how does this work in high school Honestly, there's all different type of different types of techniques. Like, you go up to shorty. Oh, let me. What's up? Let me get your Snapchat. What's your oh. name? Or they be like, what's your name? Find them on Facebook, Adam. Um, sometimes, sometimes they would exchange numbers. 
Um, it's, it's all different types of techniques, honestly. Right. But, but yeah, this honestly, they would just have no problem with just going up to shorties and just like just talking to them. Nobody's scared. So everybody. Well, this is definitely the shoot your shot era. Yeah. Now. I feel like in my era, everybody stayed in their lane. Like, the uglies knew, don't shoot your shot. Like, you just know the uglies need to stay in their lane. In my, my era, the uglies were brave. Or, like, the another uglies way. The uglies were brave? Or, like, or like shooting their shot on social media, be, like, hearting each other's pictures, or, like, you know, sliding up. That's that's really the way, like, getting in there. Okay. Um... Do you think that with millennials, do you think that the relationships are of substance or they have longevity? Because, like, I came from an era where there are some people who I know, like, are, like, high school sweethearts or they've been with these people, like, for, for like, years. Do you see anybody like that? Like, say, is, do you know any couple that was dating when y'all were in high school and still together? Yeah, I know a few, honestly. Oh, okay. I, I feel like there's not that many, but there are some out there. But I feel like there's this is there's not as much as you know how it was in your okay. generation. In my generation, like I know that the average age probably for people to lose their virginity was probably like ranging between fifteen and seventeen. Now you're you millennials. I'm just hearing that people's busting it wide open a lot earlier than uh, yeah, very, 15. Very early. Oh. Very early. Lord Jesus. 15. Yeah. Where the fuck you been? Well, I'm sorry. <laughs> this was the girls that I was cool with. Nobody had like... No, the shorties in my generation. They, so they're... 12, 13. Wow. So 13-year-olds getting with each other. Yeah. I don't want to have that vision at all. You know your niece is turning 14 in a week. Can we not? Yeah, yeah I, I don't even. I don't I'm so sorry for we'll just, we'll just, so The yeah. younger it gets, the worse it gets. Cause it's like, now, another thing that I'll point out is you millennials, of course, people, people feel like they have to have some type of substance that they're going to they're gonna abuse or use. My ever wasn't like that. Like, there was a few people that smoked weed, and, like, if you smoked weed, it was like, oh, my gosh, they smoke they smoke weed? Like, oh, wow. Super and, illegal back Yeah, or, <laughs> like, or, like, this, let me just show you how, I guess, corny or lame my generation is, like, I smoked or tried a cigarette at the age of, like, 16. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I can't even nope. front though because yeah. it's different. And those in my teenage years, I was down south, so a lot of people kind of pushed you to do stuff a little bit earlier. Like if you wasn't drinking by Ooh, ten, this is good. Keep you going was with this. You was considered a punk. If you wasn't smashing by thirteen, you was a punk. You're like so, dudes would push you off the porch faster. Yeah. So like, I had my first drink when I was maybe ten or eleven. I smoked my first blunt when I was eleven. I smoked my first cigarette when I was thirteen. Yeah. yeah um i think my first drink was at like 11 or 12 and mommy let me taste i think was it fridays had like this drink it was kind of like a kind of considered like chocolate milk spiked yeah it was some oh, like type of drink yeah basically yes and she let me try that and i wasn't like 
ready to like oh yeah like i'm gonna become like a drinker yeah yeah it was nothing i never witnessed nah, I anybody i never way. witnessed um mommy smoking weed mm. i used to smell weed from your dad when they were married but he never smoked it around i i mean i didn't know if it was just him being around people or if he actually smoked it i never knew but i would smell it sometimes in his car so i i don't know if he was um and of course, there wasn't pills. There wasn't activists and lean and all that other oh, shit. Yeah, no, my yeah. is crazy when it comes to all that. With the substance abuse. Yeah, it's bad. So do you? Do you? So how does that like even go about? Do you think it's like one person starts it? Y'all get together in groups. So say as if one person is like, "Yo, I'm about to do this lean." Y'all fucking with it, and then do you feel like people are just gonna start fucking with it? Yeah, cause that's. That's how I was at one point. Like I, I think it was like my freshman sophomore year. Like the first time I ever tried lean, um, my boy came around with it, and then he was drinking it. He was just like, like, oh, I got lean, and then he was like, oh, you want to try it? Just, just pouring in people's cups. You know that. That's how I also works. So like, so in that moment, did you feel like, yo, I'm gonna be lame if I say no? Yeah. yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, the peer pressure is real. Yeah, and then Definitely. it's like you know, with the music, the music also merges into it too, because you know they, that's all the rappers is talking about. You know, the them abusing the substance. You know, they. And you know what is so funny is that in my era, they people were stressing so much. Like, don't they have them on drugs. the AOL chat chat rooms. We don't need them to have drugs. Like everyone was trying to like. Push us away from it Like prevention was like Was major Like let's keep them away And I feel like With you guys I don't think there's enough people Talking to y'all Like they do Mm -hmm. shit like Like for instance Okay I know vaping is at an all time high And this is for your nieces Um Your nieces uh, Generation Like Vaping is like At an all At an all time high Yeah So like They got these stupid ass commercials yeah, you don't vape, and kids at the age of 13 or 14, your brains are not fully developed yet, so this is what's going to happen over a certain amount of years if you keep vaping at that rate. And I'm just thinking, the motherfuckers don't give a fuck about that. I think I saw an ad on Instagram that came up up about that, and then I'm like, the motherfuckers just going to keep scrolling. There's never an aha moment, or like, she told me, your niece told me, like, the police, remember when, I think I already told you that, I don't want to tell you the same story, it's going to be annoying, but remember, the police came by her school talking about how bad vape was, and if you yeah, get caught, yeah. I'm going to put in vape detectors, and she was like, that they laughed at that shit, like, get the fuck Bro, out of here, like, ain't nobody listen. like, yeah, I feel like, the, like, before, like, Think about like that movie. What's that movie with Morgan Freeman when he used to be in the hallways and like everybody know him? What's that movie? Oh, uh, oh that's Mr. Clark. He's he yes, 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 yes. Okay, so I'm bringing it back. I'm bringing it back. So think about it. You had a Mr. Clark that was like respected. I feel like the, the millennials, you know they, don't bring, that. they don't have that. They don't have like somebody like, yo. Because you, mm-hmm. you know what it is? Back when we was coming up, a lot of the shit that it was... Like you said, there was no pills, there was no none of that. No, mm-hmm. off that off brand shit. Right. We were scared to drink, smoke, and fuck, uh, and freaking have sex. So they was pushing us away from that. Now that somebody, the, the way like his age is growing up, now weed's legal. Right. So what do they have to care about? 
or us or we had that we the, had to practice discretion the, with all everything lot. or think yeah. about how millennials also have the fucking day after pill what plan but B? then but then saying that the millennials right now currently have the highest like rate or whatever oh, for like of of yeah of unplanned pregnancies yeah, that's, that's, yeah, um, and things like that but that's crazy that's though that you guys time, promote yeah. and have those commercials oh with the girl looking all sad oh you hey, made shorty, a mistake shorty got the day after hours. like yeah get the hell out of here like y'all are like they're they're promoting but back to what i was saying again like I feel like it's harder for you guys in your school. Y'all don't have that person like a Mr. Clark. Like for me, like we always had that one person that you know, like it's going to give you like, give you that real. I think for the brief moment that mommy took me out of Catholic school and I went to um, um, public school, there was this teacher in our math class and he was, um, he was Mr. Mr. Ritter. And you know what I liked about him? He used to tell us to... When we used to want to sing songs and like we just singing and he used to tell us that write out the lyrics and tell me what that means to you so like if we came into class you know bumping and i think that that was so dope and i used to really write out the lyrics like like what is that what does that even mean to you like do you do you know what you're saying or are you just saying it just because you vibing like you yeah. vibing like you feeling it but do you know what it is that you're saying and I think around that time, was it Lil Wayne's albums? I think that I was like into or whatever. And it's kind of like, yeah, I'm going around talking about, yeah, like the block is hot, the block is hot. Oh, ha, shit. But not what, even knowing what the fuck you're talking about. I didn't even know what the block is hot see, even meant. That's what me and you See what I'm saying? That's yeah, what me like, and you are different. Yes, in my environment, I didn't even know what the, what the, what the block I was. Love but, my but I lived in a hood. Like but that. I lived in a hood, but I didn't know what the hell. I'm just singing it like, oh, this is, like, this is that shit. I'm vibing, but I had no idea about what the, the block is hot is. Right. Now, of course, somebody said that to me. I know exactly what the fuck that means. Nah, like, bad. if the block is hot, you might want to get your ass up out of it. That's yeah, but back then, it was like, yeah, it's cool. Like, we on a block. or That's another thing that I see has changed. Like, you guys feel like y'all always got to be somewhere at some event doing something yeah. with us. We had some of the best times just chilling on people's porches, doing yeah, apps, just nah, nothing. Yeah. With no phones, just us vibing, chilling. Yeah, we didn't have to like, we didn't have to spend money to, to have fun. Fun, yeah. yeah. Now millennials, I feel yeah. like. Y'all, they're raping y'all. Yeah, definitely. The apps they're raping y'all. Like, and then like, we used to, we used yeah, to make up fun. Like, we had, you had to call 30 niggas, get them together, call your... Your three, four friends with whips, and then everybody meets up at a parking lot. Everybody meets up at a club. Everybody meets up somewhere. Like you had, you know, it was yeah, a lot of work to instance, get people together. Um, I feel like when I wanted to go to the skating rink every week, it was nothing to mummy. It was only six dollars for me to go, bro. For her to go that fucking stupid ass jumping place all to two to jump for a fucking hour, I'm spending like twenty five dollars. Feeling raped, like the fuck. Everything is like. It's like so, you know, so expensive, you know, yeah. to do things. Cause, Cause now I be making a joke. Cause they know people. They be like, oh, you, you always broke, b broke. I be like, yeah, it be Mari's fault. Like, loyal got a consistent bill, which is daycare, which is pretty expensive. But damn, like, anytime Mari goes somewhere, I get anxiety. I start looking at my account, like, okay, all right, you say you want to go. All right, we need to discuss. <laughs> like, and it's just crazy. Like, yeah. I sent her to a concert, my guy. Mm -hmm. I sent her to a concert. 
what was this, about a month ago and sent her with like $85. Now, when I went to a concert back then, I'll never forget, I got $25 and came back with change. Now it's just like, what is that? And she hardly right. came back with anything. Mm. Yeah, like, I don't, I don't know. Everything is so different. So, I, I guess one last point I want to talk about is like, how the focus is so much on you millennials and I have went to this website um, real quick and I'll um, make sure I give the credits to it. This is not my information. I just went on a website and um, found some statistics or things that they're noticing about you millennials. Yeah. The top of the list was that 40% of our nation's millennials are unemployed. So like how many of your friends don't have jobs? Yo, I got a lot of a lot of friends without a job. So how are they like doing stuff? Is the, are their parents supporting them? Listen, I'd be questioning the same thing. It's, it's, <laughs> it's, oh, I'd be, I'd Yo, really he did. He did the shit out, out of them. Cause <laughs> I really be trying to figure it out. Cause I started working early at the age of fifteen. Right. You know, so it's just like just the even thought of just not even working or getting my own money, being independent, like it just bothers me. But People in my generation, they either their parents giving them money, they they're selling drugs, mm-hmm. they flipping clothes and sneakers. Yeah, that they just they finding a way to so get So everybody by. just wants a quick scheme. Yes, a quick money scheme. Like basically, because like you said, like us millennials, we were lazy. Some of these millennials have jobs. Some, yeah. but but then I'd be looking at some of these millennials too. Like for instance, you know, old girl over there at the beauty supply store. And then I remember when I had to cuss her out when she came at Mummy. And the first thing Mummy was like, yeah, what the fuck is wrong with you anyways? You know, you got out of school and it's been fucking two years and your ass is still working at the beauty supply store. She fucking rasped. She was like, yeah, won't you go take your ass somewhere and do something, do something with yourself? And I kind of sat there and I was like. Well, she's a millennial, mommy. What the fuck do you think she's gonna do? Like, I like her world is different from what a you lot know. Of us back then got jobs because we were bored. There yeah. was nothing to do. You had to get you had to, and then like you would go get something small or whatever. But that was my generation. Like I said, we didn't have the internet. Yeah. So the internet, the, the, yeah. the internet. So so basically, a lot of your what in associates let's not call them friends a lot of your associates don't have jobs yeah you're just like you're not you're not under understanding um they're saying that millennials tend to earn like less money like you guys are not getting like high high wages i mean of course we're not going to discuss what you make but what you made at your age i didn't make that Man. so this website was also saying that it is reversed that you guys are kind of paid lower yeah. than what than what we yeah. are. But then I look at you and I'm like, well, that's not necessarily necessarily true. Because, uh, that's because of the state we live in, though. Yeah, yeah true. I feel like with that, I feel like it's, you know, where we live. Yeah. And then it's also what we do, you know, when it comes to the careers. Like, you know, because, like, to to make the money that, that you guys make, we got to either... You know, go to college or be 21 or, you know, just stuff like that. You got to have a lot of you gotta qualify. You feel like from millennials. Yeah. Right. So we what, what we really could just do is, you know, find our little 
minimum wage job, you know, that just, I guess it's by like 30, 30, 40 hours a week. So basically, millennials are like young, fly, and flashy, but fucking broke. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, basically. Even in rap. Yeah. Bro, like, it's just... Oh, yeah. Um, just lot, make it uh, look good. Yeah. If you ever took the time and you Google the network worths of some of your favorite rappers, they're broke as fuck. Oh, no. They're yeah. definitely Man, just, bro, bro. just flexing on social media. Yeah. Definitely. They're broke. That's what, and that's they, what it's all it about. Takes, it takes years to get, like, as a rapper, to have the net worth of, like, a Jay-Z, Kanye West, yeah. or Diddy. Like, you that's can't just fun. come out and be, like, a little baby or gonna. Oh, they, no, of course. They've got millions. It's not know, even like that. Because I know even, you know, even with all the money they be flashing on sh- social media, it, it's not a lot, you feel me? They, right. Especially with their expenses and... And I just right. realized rappers be holding on to 40 grand for three days and taking a picture of the same 40 grand. Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. This is true. Um, This is a very 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 interesting one that they had on the site about you millennials mm-hmm. you guys have the highest level of stress anxiety and depression yes. and you know something when i was coming up i don't know about you babe nobody talks about fucking being depressed that was yeah. not a thing anxiety stress nobody nah, talked yeah, about my, that my depressed kids with oh, you they was stress depressed. wasn't that's even that, that wasn't in your vocabulary at no bullying was our biggest shit that's, bullying. That's it wasn't being depressed. Yeah, but even then, if you got bullied, eventually what was going to happen is you're going to get... Matter of fact, bullying wasn't even a thing because you keep messing with somebody. Somebody's calling somebody's mom. Somebody's family's coming up. Right. Like, and also, people were never going... We didn't even have a bullying policy. Like, back then, it was just kind of like if you got teased, you had to suck that shit up and get oh, tough yeah, skin. Yeah. And just, now it's now it's yeah. all different. Like yeah, bullying, made, that's that's one of the number one things of like you know the cause of depression and stress. You know bullying. You know. So when I was in high school, there wasn't any bullying that I witnessed. Like if anything, again I stress there were cliques. So like when we went to lunch during lunchtime, there would be like a weirdo table, you know, cool yeah. kids table, shit like that. But we didn't go out our way to like make fun of anybody in high school we didn't i didn't make fun nah, of people my, on the school bus in high because, school because no, I, I didn't do any of that south. my like, generation they're, they're so judgmental yes. like, yeah if you don't look a certain way it's a problem if you don't you, you feel me it's, but no it, that's it, how it was for me when it's I was so, so, you, so okay now i ain't gonna lie i remember at one point there was a few times i came up to like brockton high and when i walked those hallways i was thinking who the fuck do these little fucking bitches and niggas think they are with that's, these fucking outfits that's on? That's the problem. Where do you motherfuckers work? Like, what is it? But then I understood, like, and then I know you were the error of, of, of like, of the, the trues, you know, too, or people yeah, gotta have the trues. So, yeah, all yeah. that. And, oh, and the error of the big, matter of fact, this was so funny about their era. They have ways to kind of, like, separate people. They like, you don't get no points from wearing the little tiny polos, people be like, ah, mm-hmm. oh, who cares if you yeah, got that? You, you got can get that polo, shit at Marshall's. You got the big polo, right. you know, you only getting exactly. that out of Macy's. The big champion C. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. But the, and this is before yeah, champion y'all had ways. the store. Like. <laughs> hey, or how, in, in my era, if you had a pair of constructions, you just had a pair of constructions. 
you but millennials, nah, that nigga don't got the double souls. Like y'all nope. be talking shit. Yeah, yeah exactly. like you gotta, there's always a way to like kinda make somebody feel less than. That's, of course. that's a fact, you know. Yeah, I would say that. Oh no, see in my era it was the it was the Jabolds. So once Jabolds came out with the straps, if you had the strapless Jabolds, you weren't vintage, B. You were yeah, bummies. Right. <laughs> yeah, my my generation, they definitely try to find a way to just be on top of somebody. Like, you and know, you know what's funny too is that you guys have escalated your level. Now I'm gonna tell you for me, if somebody shocked at like okay, rainbows and tellos, they would like dish you. Dish you like, oh you shopped there, but they wouldn't we they wouldn't care. So shopping like at Gap, Banana Republic, Abercrombie and Fitch, like that was the wave. Yeah. Yo, you millennials, we thought we was ill for shopping at those stores because yeah. You guys, uh-uh, y'all done uh, went designer, Gucci, yeah, Louis, all this stuff. So it's just like, damn, like, uh, we thought we was doing something with. Yo, and then, if but you, see, the like, things that we instance, were doing you, stuff with was if mad you had a gap, If you had a Gap hoodie with the GAP, oh, yo, you was, was rich. You was considered ill, dog. Oh, no, remember the yeah. remember the old, the, the old Carl Canine sweaters with yeah, the bleach yeah, sweaters? You with had, yeah, if you had that, you was, you was, you were that chick, you were that dude. If you had like a gap, yeah, a gap hoodie mm-hmm. on, like, yeah, in it, today's era, if somebody has on some gap, unless you were a little kid, y'all bro, would be looking at them like, why the, the fuck, fuck you wearing a gap? Like, why are you even at Old Navy? Like, what's going on? All right, like, who is right. this nigga? But now, like, definitely with our generation, when it comes to this fashion, like, you, it's really a competition. It's like everybody, their main focus is the designers, you know, Gucci, Louis. Fendi, every Saks Fifth, Barney's, you know, stuff like that. And it's like, all right, if you don't if you don't have the money for that but you still fly then you go you going to you going to Paxson, H and M. That was the know, hustle. Yeah, that was the me? finesse, yeah. Those, those stores like that, you feel me? Cuz you could still be fly, fly and yeah. shop okay. at them stores. You was but at if you, like a But if you go into um what store? Don't let me catch you at seven Yo, five. I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to be disrespectful. Disrespectful. I'm only. I'm only talking about a certain demographic now. In my era, here was the wave. You got your little roller sets like every two weeks. Like hair yeah. was important. Like you had to have your hair done, or whatever. And I ain't gonna lie. Some of you millennials, well, the ones that I see, because I'm not gonna be biased. I'm just talking about in Massachusetts. The millennials in Massachusetts, the females, y'all hair is fucking busted. Somebody yeah, needs yeah. to somebody needs Yo, to sit y'all down and have a discussion with you guys. Y'all hair is trash. I be seeing such cute girls like they'll have on like a cute ass outfit here. Like I saw a cute girl the other day, like her makeup was bomb. I was like, okay, she probably shot getting makeup at Sephora. This ain't no mm-hmm. drugstore makeup. Outfit was on point. Um, little accessories, everything. But yo. That wig and her trying to put the baby hairs down. I said, okay, all right, you're gone, you're done. That's it. Let's move on. No, no, ma'am. Yeah, the millenn- and it's okay to like have like butts or like for instance, how a messy bun, which I like, is acceptable yeah. and that's like a trend in my era. If you wore a messy bun to school, people would be looking at you like, what? What is? What is that? Yeah, yeah in my era, no, you would have to have like a neat slicked back. Like ponytail, like yeah, and and you had to definitely have length because if not, they would say like you had like a lonely tail. 
Yeah, <laughs> like they would dish you. They would rash you. Like, nah, oh, like you same, don't even. It's the same thing with our generation. But that's another. Too. But uh, that's another thing I like about your um, about you millennials is it was frowned upon to have short hair in in my generation. Millennials will go and shave one whole half side of their fucking yep. head, and guys are allowed to like to like have have wear their hair like whatever they want. Like yeah. for instance, how there's how guys are like wearing their hair like the natural least is with the little wild afro and stuff oh, like that. Yeah. Um, no, no dude would could have been doing that in our era. Picture that. Mm-hmm. In our eras, people wearing like for instance, like it was how hard little, for dudes to like dye their little, hair if you didn't yeah, have dreads. Right, like if little baby, you know, a little baby having his hair the way he is, yeah. he would he, he would be disrespected in my generation. Yeah, they would be rash. like, "It's your fucking hair." And I'm like, "What the fuck is that, that shit?" Like, shit you know, right? yeah. Or like how somebody like you know Chris Brown, Tiger, Kanye West, or even Kevin Gates dyeing your hair blonde. Yo, they yeah. would rash you. They'd be yeah. like, "What?" Like it was only cool for like females to get colored hair. No, Fine. yeah, or dyeing like the tips of your dreads red, and that was a no go back back then. Yeah, no, we we're, we're like really able to express ourselves. I would say so. I think that's one of the positives about about millennials. Mil- yeah. Now, do you do you think do you think that stress, anxiety, and depression is like really real, or do you think that like People, it's it's more of a trend. Like people are creating it. Like, oh, like they just want to be emo for no reason. Or do you think these people are really suffering from depression as millennials? It's a mixture of both, honestly. Cause I'm not gonna lie. Like that, there, there really are. There really is people that go through things, and then there's also the people that try to like find things right. to just go through just to fit in or whatever you know right make up things to be sad about like you know like and that's, stuff the, like and that's that. the major difference between between us and y'all because they taught us to stand out be creative be unique be right yourself. the problem problem with our generation too 20. when we going through depression and stuff we're very closed in like this with yeah. our generation we don't like to really talk or like go see therapists and stuff and oh and yeah that's, that's frowned upon and then another thing with that too that, that also just be leading to suicide and stuff like that that's another thing that do you know anyone and like that's a millennial that committed suicide that you know of no okay now gang violence and losing a lot of people that i grew up with to gang violence was like major how many people that you knew like within your community were like murdered you know due to gun violence there's there's been a a good few people now were they murdered by people that were the same age as them yeah okay yeah. Now, was it just like everybody was at a party and then they got shot, or how as, was that? It's different things. Like people in Broxton, or not Broxton, Boston, whatever. They're just ruthless out here. Um, it's like it could be a party. They'll shoot it up, or um, what else? They'll they'll see them sitting in the car. They'll shoot it up, like mm. um. They'll see him at the park and the whole brawl. So is it just is stab. it is it like, just personal beefs or is it like gang related? In my era, it was a lot of a lot of set claiming and and people like going at each other. Like a lot of people that died died of the hands of their rivals yeah. from like another set. So it, or is it? Or I heard too with millennials. Correct me if I'm wrong. 
a lot of y'all beef has started from social media. Yes. And it escalates. All three of those things. But I say to put them in in the top order would be social media, mm -hmm. personal problems, and then gang violence. And also gang is at the... That's crazy how it shifts. Because at my generation... Gang violence is at the top, and now your generation is at the bottom. Because, yeah, like, we have gang violence out here, but, like, it's not as bad as it, like, how it was, out before, like, you know, for your generation. Yeah, like, people did people, like, pretty gruesome. Like, when I think of, like, some of the ways in which, like, some of my friends was murdered, um, I had a friend that was um, tortured for days in, like, an abandoned house and then got his, like, head blown off. I had another friend that was shot up really bad, kidnapped, and then they tied up his body and then left him, like, naked in a cemetery. Like, just disrespectful. Yeah. Um, another one, when I was really young, and I'm talking about, like, Amaria's age, that they just walk. We would go to Stashes, the one right there by Franklin yeah. Park, and we would go there after the skating rink, and somebody just walked up. And it's funny because... Mummy wouldn't let me go that night. And I was so mad at her. Like, you let me do this all the time. Like, why today you acting different? And lo and behold, that day that she said that I couldn't go, some guy just walks up on this dude, Clyde, that we knew at that time and just shot him in the back of the head in front of everybody. Just clapped him, like, Mm -hmm. blah, blah. And then walked away. And do you know, till this day, his murder remains unsolved. Not one fucking person back then would say was gonna say a word against that person like the code of silence was fucking real like yeah, no so, disrespect but you millennials so is fucking now. rats like oh, y'all yeah. are rats yeah, you don't even gotta watch the first 48 they to think terrible. y'all millennials are rats y'all are rats they it's terrible. crazy um they terrible. yeah it is there is no cold 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 of silence it's really bad yeah but yeah but when it comes like the you know the fighting and stuff it, mm-hmm. Social media is really yeah, a, it's terrible. a really big factor because it's like when it comes, you know, the social media, people will say whatever they want because, you know, people just don't care. Like, yeah, you know I feel mean? like what us, you could kind of create whatever narrative you wanted if you got in a fight with someone. Yeah, yeah. Like could say like, oh, this happened, boom, check it. And there were so many different versions of the story. Nobody could really corroborate what was the truthful thing that happened. But what y'all... Y'all pull out them phones and like if you yeah. get dusted, you're dusted on camera. You right. can't argue that at all. Like the whole world could see. Like you could be on World Star getting your ass beat. Yeah. Yo, that's that is crazy. I guess that is enough to make somebody be like depressed. Yeah. Um. They also say that millennials, majority of y'all, all y'all like live at home with your parents. Like y'all ain't going yeah. nowhere. This, but you know what's you know, funny this, is this. that was frowned upon in my era and what you guys era it seems like it's more acceptable and I don't clown millennials for still being at home like bro I say this to mommy all the time like if I wasn't married with two kids I definitely would want to still live at home with mommy at 33 call me a bum you can call me whatever you want like it is hard out here <laughs> but with us like our Especially. generation everybody clowns you for for living at home with your mom matter of fact at the age of 33 and him at the age of 31, people still will clown you for living at home with your moms. Like, your generation, nobody says that. It's okay. But our generation, somebody always trying to point out that somebody's still at home with their moms. Like, be the hell quiet. Like, it's it's rough out here. If mom, if if mom, oh my gosh, being at home forever, 
I wish. I don't think it's so much it's forever, but I mean, it's it's so hard for you guys to go out on your own and pay bills by yourself. Because what that where's the salary to support it? We we don't got it. And they also said that you guys are also the the millennials are also the biggest people that even if they do go to college when they get out of college they make they do not make the salary that my generation did like my generation say is whatever it was supposed to be like say as if the field you was going into you were supposed to get like 70 a year you would get it now y'all get like paid lower than whatever that was years ago or y'all end up graduating college and then you end up getting you know um Keep, you know, getting jobs that don't even align with what your what your major was. Yeah. And I see, yeah, I definitely see that happen um, a lot with um, with millennials. Definitely. Um, the website is also the last thing was like you guys aren't becoming entrepreneurs or maintaining like financial stability or like generational wealth. Like, yeah. I guess like you know how there's people that have been able to kind of set the platform so that their families could be straight or we could leave something to like somebody like for instance how my dad has a house that's paid for in alabama so when he goes he's gonna leave that to us they're basically saying that you guys ain't gonna have shit to give your kids or your grandkids like your generation but then i don't feel bad because i be thinking my generation is the fucking same way i can't necessarily <laughs> uh, say that there's gonna be a generational wells mm-hmm. yeah we're not we're not gonna get into that um, it seems like, too, I guess one last final point I'm going to make before we close this out is that it seems like for you guys, everyone is trying to establish their career through social media, whether yes. it is trying to do music, trying to be comedians, trying to be, what did they got it, like a, a social media personality where you yes. just make videos and be you and people want to pay you just to post a video because yes. you said something cool. Um, all these vloggers are getting yes. paid to do makeup tutorials or to do do hair and to do all this stuff. Or you could go and Photoshop your damn yes. stomach and talk about how, oh, yes, get yes. flat tummy tea and get yes. paid for all that. Like That's exactly how it is. And, you know, like just how you, the first thing you said when we first started this, you, we lazy. Like, yeah, they out my generation, they they not really looking for like real um careers like you know like how y'all be doing and stuff like right now nah, they they know that everybody's on social media and once they find out you could get paid for doing this stuff they're gonna do what they gotta do to promote their stuff or make their platform or whatever on social media and promote it as much as they can so that way they they can get up there and, and there's a lot of successful people doing that like right. youtube there's a lot of people I, I got this boy um my boy I went to high school with this boy Josh he literally he makes YouTube pays him so much money and all he does is sit at home plays um NBA 2k and like makes videos of it 
and it, millions of people watch it. No, I got uh, that's people, insane. No, my, he's not lying. Another no, kid, I, I know he's another not. kid gets paid. YouTube pays him for the exact same thing, but he records himself playing Grand Theft Auto for yeah, hours. There's there's kids like that all over the world. Like well, then how do you have too. a life if you have to sit at home for all those hours to play the game, even if your bank account is 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 looking plush? Where are you going to spend the money if you have to stay home all day to do that? Hey, he, what? He he finds ways though. Like he like I wouldn't, he just, he just him, I wouldn't want that. He to just be bought my him life. a new Ben CBL. You can buy doing, anything online now. So he's doing everything. Like, yeah. yeah. You can yeah, buy cars online. You can do everything online. So now they 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 created a world where you can stay home. Literally, you can work from home. You can do anything from home. Yeah. There's really like you know in our generation like there's there's people that's die hard like video game players. Oh, definitely you know. game. Yeah, so gaming. Once, so gaming once, wasn't that big of a thing. So once they go on YouTube and see like you know how other people to play. To be truthful, we I think we wanted a game for bragging purposes. In yeah, y'all yeah, right. wanted it. a game yeah. to play because yeah. half the time we were outside and we were never rushing home to yeah. play uh, a game. Yeah, that was I'm, never the case. No. We never were rushing home to get back to our video console systems. I mean, video game console systems. No, we never were. No, we, we was outside. <laughs> um, so, um, do you have any final words or statements that you can make about your conviction as a millennial? Um, I'm trying to think. Okay, bro. You're done. I don't even know, honestly. I, I, was there anything else you want to touch base on? Like, No, I can't think of anything else. I just, I don't even have a closing statement because I'm not a millennial. I can't, I can't say anything. But what I will, I could close off this episode and definitely say is that when I look at you as a millennial, I'm really scared of what a Maria and uh oh, and loyal's generation is oh, going yeah, to be like it's 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 terrifying it's like and i can honestly say and it's not i know they're like you gotta be careful what you put out in the universe but i don't see it being really good for them at all like so, i don't i don't know so like i got a question for y'all generation oh yeah sure you know something we've done this before and pardon me for doing that every time we brought on a guest we usually give them an opportunity to ask us something in relation to the topic. So, yeah, you can ask uh, me and Mr. Lover Lover here uh, some questions. So, like, when when it came to y'all's generation, like, when y'all, like, graduated high school and stuff, like, how was it when, like, the real life hit you? Like, did y'all know, like, how to pay bills or do taxes or, like, you know, like, you know, learn about, you know, stuff like that? Um, School taught... Me like most, did like did your school teach you stuff? Some like of it. That? School taught us the basics. Like you'd go to home economics class, and then you'd right. go to um, workshop, or if you took automotive or something like that. Work school kind of did that, but and I can't speak for niche because like we grew up different. But I learned before graduation because I had to get a job at fourteen, fifteen years old. I was washing dishes. My mom got to a point where she wanted to show me how to make my own money before I can actually finish high school so that way I'm already set. You know what I mean? So I wasn't necessarily like I had to pay for my own phone, had to pay for my anything I wanted in my room, my own clothes after what, 
15. So I had to prepare myself for a whole, like, sophomore year. Um, I would say that um, I got a lot of praise academically my kind of my whole life. Um, and you know that I, like, basically never went to to K2. I think I went to K1 and it went straight to first grade. Yeah. And um, I was always the youngest in my class. And I would honestly say that... um. A lot of my or my generation, which is different from yours, I would say from high school, is that it was really a struggle for us academically yeah. to make it. And I made it. I never had a problem with academics all throughout high, um, out of out of high school. Mm-hmm. And um, but everyone thrived, th- you know, kind of thrived socially. And I think in your era, it's reversed. You guys, academically, you guys are pretty smart. Like, all the different advancements of technology and how you guys are able to come up with certain stuff that you guys just do or discover about yourself. Everything is like, or the fact that y'all have so many outlets to learn. Like, for instance, okay, say as if right now you was like, yo, I ain't got no money. I want to learn how to change my oil myself on my car. You could go on a YouTube and watch a tutorial. Yo, we, you you guys, like, the world is at your fingertips for you guys. Someone will give you guys the fucking blueprint. Nobody gave us the blueprint. We had encyclopedia, Dewey Decimal System, and your local library. Yeah, we could never talk to Siri and be like, yo, Siri, yo, um, what's the square root of blah, blah, blah. Map quest and a map. Yeah, (laughs) like, everything. But, but, you know, but, but. We struggled academically, but we thrive socially. And when I say thrive socially, I would say more unity, more strength, and as far as like our friendships and things like that. Mm-hmm. But you guys, you guys thrive academically, but then you suffer socially. Y'all are all over the place. Like, Y'all so, are yeah. a hot mess. Yeah. Um. 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 Socially. I, I and and back to to how I was feeling like around high school, like because I was the one that was smart, and it's so funny because when I went to go buy the car from from Bill or whatever and you know his assistant and when we rode right out to her Marquise was my witness she told me and it's so funny because I would feel the energy but no one ever said it to me like or admitted that they had struggles and she was like that the two people that I was friends with like at my beginning of high school that they will always say like how I was just mad smart and I got to go to a good school and my mom had a good job and like all Whoa. these things and I was so smart and it's just crazy to me because um, I would try to dumb it down. I would like feel bad that other people didn't thrive academically like I do. Yeah. And I'll honestly say that back then with the way my academics was yo I kind of played myself because I really could have had a full four-year ride, probably scholarship with my writing skills and the essay. Somebody definitely would have gave me um, an academic scholarship, even though I wasn't into sports. And I kind of played myself with that. And I think it was because, like, people would clown you for being smart, like Mm -hmm. you're a geek or, like, or whatever. And I think in your generation, if anything... People are constantly praising y'all for like how smart oh, no, that you y'all know what are. I noticed or like about his generation mm-hmm. versus our generation academically. Yeah. How his generation, they'll say, oh, bro, you don't go to school. You're mad stupid. Where our generation, where we encourage school skipping. 
Yeah, there was a difference with that. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think. Yeah, y'all don't. Yeah, y'all don't skip school. Y'all want to go to flex. Exactly. Yeah, that, y'all that's trying true. to shit on niggas. Y'all was in school. Yeah, nah, but I ain't gonna lie. We did skip school. So what's I, up? I okay, another point that I can make too, like to a high school that was major to me that was more important than even a degree or whatever. You know what my goal always was from the moment I got in high school, driving. And what you millennials, there's so many of y'all that don't drive and it pisses me off. Like, I I get really annoyed. Like, it's funny. It's funny because at the same time, there's a bunch of y'all dumbasses on the road fucking annoying me and texting. But then there's still so many of y'all that don't have licenses and don't want to. I feel like because, you know, times have changed now and there's... It was easier for y'all to get a car when your license back there. I feel like yeah, right, yeah, that's probably everything why. was cheap. And you know what else stuff. too? Again, the world is at you guys' fingertips. Some of you, I didn't probably feel like I don't need no pressure. Why the fuck I need a car? I got Uber, right. nigga. Exactly. Like, I'll get the Uber pool. Everything is get so the discount. Like now. I don't have to yeah, have a car, like, and I'm gonna get around regardless. As long as you got money in your bank account, you gonna get an Uber. Yeah, you or know, like y'all don't even gotta borrow y'all mama's car. Y'all could go get y'all zip car for a couple of hours. Exactly. Yeah. Me, yeah, like there's ways around it. Like us, we will be tight. Like let you, you say like yo Friday, yo I'ma pick up everybody moms. Let me use the car, yo. Let you had did one thing wrong, nigga. You left one little residue on a dish, and she's like, you ain't fucking using my car to go nowhere. You're mad, embarrassed <laughs> in front of the squad. You, you. I remember one time that was when like technology really had that. Like, humble mummy to let her know, like, you didn't need her. I remember one time, you, um, she's like, yeah, I'm not, I don't care. I'm not taking them. I ain't going nowhere. And, yo, y'all ended up getting to where y'all needed to go and got in the Uber. Yo, she was tight. She was like, how did he get there? Whose parents? I was like, they got an Uber. Wait, when was this? <laughs> it was, I don't know where you went, but I know you was with Nate and with some other people. And she was talking about how... You you wasn't gonna yeah she wasn't t- taking you or I think you asked to maybe just use the car and she's like no this is before you got your own car and I remember oh, you yeah. y'all rasped and y'all got the Uber yeah, yeah, yeah. like fuck her like we getting the Uber yeah, we ain't we, fucking with you we was like we she was shocked like, how do they get money for Uber whose debit card I was like I don't know she was like drilling me did you get them the Uber I'm like how did I get them the Uber if I'm watching Kim on social media telling you he's in the Uber. I'm saying it like I'm surprised. Yeah, like she just was like, <laughs> but it is crazy to me that you guys can like, yeah, do that. Yeah, or like how you guys can, another thing that I think is dope is that even though y'all, according to like this article of research is saying that you guys are like, you guys are fucked up financially, but I think it's dope that you guys are kind of being given a small stepping stone to be financially sound by letting y'all get y'all debit cards at a young age. Nigga, yeah. remember all we had was them fucking saving bonds. Them raggedy ass uh-huh. shits. You was waiting to catch up. didn't even know what out. the hell you, you but, was doing with those. Oh, I got it. Yo, yo, it used to be the thing back. They would give you this. Trust fund babies yeah, and trust shit. Them. Yeah, yo, yo, yo. My grandparents gave me a saving bond. So it's going to grow interest. <laughs> and when I get to be this, and yo, they made it seem like it was going to grow mad interest. So somebody bought me a savings bond call. I think yeah. when I was like five, bro. When I went to go cash it out one time, I think when I finally turned 18, bro. It wasn't that much money. It was only like a hundred something dollars. So oh, I'm like, damn. my nigga, this was like fifty. I waited fifteen crazy. years for this. Yeah. It was probably freaking ten cents a month. Yeah, my <laughs> nigga, I no damn money. Yeah, but I don't even think are saving bonds even a thing anymore, bro. I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think so either. Saving accounts. Yeah, basically. Yeah, you get your account. trust fund or something. Or you know that 
you guys are an era too where they have those saving accounts that makes you like be more hungrier to save money that you get if you let your savings account get below a certain amount the yeah. bank will charge you yeah somebody told me about an account like that and i was like that's stupid as hell but then i was like no that's teaching financial stability so nah, that's facts because they're making you pay to be broke that's dope because yeah. then you never go broke broke yeah basically exactly. to teach you how to yeah to that's keep. dope yeah tv tv bank does that that's crazy you would think it's stupid but then when you yeah. think about it it's mm -hmm. like i bet like yeah. you can't go broke there's no excuses because now we're basically, charging you we're charging you like <laughs> you right we're gonna penalize you for not keep saving your money and keep right. letting it you let it yeah, go that. below right that's yeah. pretty dope yep and I think every year they they change like how much you're supposed to have. So like say as if it starts off at 200, you can't let it basically go 200. You need to then the next year it might be 250. It's like really like teaching you. Yeah. Um. Any other questions? I guess for us old ass people, cause bro, I be feeling mad old. <laughs> um. I think that's it. Okay, well, I know you have been asking to come on for a very long time, so I'm glad that I didn't really think you wanted to come on, but you you, you did. You was kind of like a natural. I think you've done like a radio show interview before, haven't yeah. you? Yeah. With like promoting promoting your um your music and stuff. Yeah. But yeah, I really appreciate you for um for coming on and hopefully um we can we can do this again. So I appreciate you having me on here. Yeah. All right. Signing off. Good night.